Hey y'all. Oh lord, here comes Chantal. What? Nothing. We just know you always with the shit. And is. So what you got for us this time? Oh, you know, just a little hookah, little drink for our conversation. Well, what else is new? This episode. So let's get to it. Hey, y'all. I see y'all wearing your masks, signing your petitions, wearing T-shirts, representing the movement. More power to all of you. But guess what? I have a new sponsor who caters into everything that you can think of with customizing. And they're called Cab Customs. So look on Instagram, C-A-A-B-C-U-S-T-O-M-S. That's Cab Customs also known as home of the culturally wretched apparel immediately when you go on your page you'll see great shirts like i love being black it's dangerous but it's dope af y'all know what that means right also they have brianna taylor apparel and any apparel that you can imagine that'll speak your mind and it's great for both men and women so again go on cab customs on instagram or go on cabcustoms.com but of course make sure you tell them the glass mike sent you thanks again back to the show Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, in our case, happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of The Glass Mics, our Trying Shit segment. Um, you can actually see that on Patreon. Trying shit and trying shit, trying shit and trying shit, don't work. Trying shit and trying shit, won't work. Trying shit. We tried two different shifts tonight. Uh, it was Miss The Plate Lady. The edible kicking in, y'all. Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, the plate lady and also edible dope shift. Yeah, I'm so proud of me because um, I'm going to tell y'all. So, normally we do Patreon after the podcast. So, that's like the after party. Mm -hmm. But what we considered what we did tonight was a pregame because we did the Patreon before the show. So, normally by the end of the show, I'm buzzed. The edibles kicked in. The hookah's done. The shot's done. But this is at the beginning now. So I'm like, okay. Um, but yes, they're trying they're they're the segment for trying shit. And if y'all want to try them out, go on their Instagram. I will have that in the bio link so you can check that out. Um also I am gonna go ahead and introduce our guests. But before we're gonna do Shot O'Clock, and Shot O'Clock was sponsored by CM Moss Co. And it is spelled the way it sounds on Instagram. S-E-A-N letter N M-O-S-S-Co C O. And they sell CMOS. I think that you all will like that. It will do your body good inside and out. With that being said, let this shot do us good mm -hmm. inside and out. Right. <laughs> Cheers. Ooh. It's strong. So now the floor is yours. Say hey to the people. Hello, what's good? What's good? It's uh, Dubs Grubs. Uh, 
Dallas foodie, I guess you call it. But, the king uh, of Dallas foodie. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah, I go around. I try a bunch of food. Um, Instagram, Twitter, uh, a little bit of YouTube as well. But just trying to give you all the fire spots in the city. And always keeping it real. If it's trash, I'm going to let you know. So, check me out. Yes. And like I tell everybody, I butter people up on this show. <laughs> so, I'm going to tell y'all how I found him real quick. So y'all know I just moved to Texas about a year, a little over a year ago. And I like to eat. So I'm like, what can we eat here? And I find people based off hashtags. Like that's how I find folks. I do, I think I did Pound Dallas Foodie or Dallas Foods. And your page just kept coming up. And I was like, oh my gosh, this looks good. This looks good. This looks good. And I'm like, fuck it, follow them. And that's how I found you. And... I think throughout the months I've seen other Dallas foodie influencers, whatever you want to call them, but your page just stuck out and I love it. And I'm so proud that my listeners get to hear and just see, you know, who you are and what you are about. And once they see your page, I know they're going to be so, (laughs) so yeah. So just to get us, even though I feel like we are Lex. But I got to recuperate from playing engineer earlier. So we're going to play a game. It's two tooth for drinks and are two would you rathers. Now, I'm going to let you set the tone because you're the guest. It can be related to tonight's episode or whatever questions like, would you rather get hit by a bus or a car? I mean, I know you want to ask that, but that's just, you know, whatever you want to ask. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, I got one. So I guess was would you rather came to my head first? So okay. I guess we'll do that. Uh, would you rather work a job like you hate? Mm. I know it's gonna sound random, but I'm gonna bring it back. Why? Okay. Work a job that you hate, but you make good money, mm. or be your own boss. You suit. You know you love what you're doing. Yeah. But you kind of pull. Oh, okay. And I this, mean, like, hate your job. Like, I, so, I know. Look. Yeah. Oh, I like, know. if they say you fire, you wouldn't be mad. You yeah, wait until say you fire, but, but you know like, you don't. Like, if you was doing your podcast versus working for someone, but you got like twice as much for working for someone, but you hated it, like. Um. So, <laughs> I lived it. I've had jobs that I've wanted to cringe and I was making damn good but I wasn't happy and now I'm in this point where I don't work a nine to five but I'm not doing my podcast full-time just yet so I I had to look at my little Everlance app and see who I made financially but I it's at a point where some days are good and some days ain't Mm-hmm. But if I had to choose, it would have to be happiness because I don't want to. I feel like jobs do play a role in your time. And I don't want it to be where I make good money, but I got health issues. I got stress issues. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. I'm missing out on life. I can't enjoy my money. I'm worried about if I'm going to get fired, if I got to cuss this person out. You know, Karen's taking over this year. Yeah. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> I'd rather do something I love because if it's something that I love to do, like, yeah, I need the bare necessities and I got to pay my bills, but 
with it being something that I love to do, I feel that it'll pay for itself in okay. due time. I think it's one of those things where if you, it's like a flower, like you water it, you mm-hmm. love it. And at the most random time, that's when it sprouts. And I think you could feel the same way, like based off your page. Um, and we'll go into it. Like, I know that you didn't wake up as a, a substantial influencer like you are now. Like, it took time. And you might have seen it coming. But also at the same time, I know you had a moment where it was just growth out of nowhere. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. Okay, okay. That's, yeah, I I agree and disagree. So okay. like, I agree. In the end, I'm going to go work for myself. But personally, I could put up with the hating for at least a year, get the bag, get myself started. Mm. And then I could, you know. But I, but I agree. I'm going to take happiness because, uh, yeah, hating your job, I'd be. Yeah. <laughs> been there too. So definitely picking happiness, but. I just as long as I got the path to the to the bag because I feel like where the bag at? Where the bag at? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. So I guess it's my turn to ask you a question. Okay, since you set the tone, it could be it could be nothing. Nothing's off the tone. I'm, I'm see that shot that kicked in. You lit now. I'm a, yeah, you know. I'm yeah, a, he in the query so. If you in the query, you already know what that mean. But if you don't, just know <laughs> he probably nice right now. <laughs> But I know he got a button, and if I push it, it's over with. So, I'm going to keep it cute. I'm going to keep it cute. So, uh, would you rather... <laughs> I'm thinking off the dome. Would you rather, speaking of money, make great money and not give authentic reviews or make crappy money, but you're giving authentic reviews? <laughs> I'm taking the bread. Oh! <laughs> I'll you just that quick fast in a hurry because it's like okay so like I get how can I say this I do I do get paid for my page okay. it wasn't always I give real reviews it's like yeah. I don't care if somebody pays me I'm still gonna let them know but with that being said I'm not getting nothing for you know giving right you know so and then. I'm going to take the bag. I don't think I'm, like, putting a, me saying, like, I try not to cap because I don't want people to waste their time and money. But if I'm getting good money, I'm not going to lie. You could, I could be bought to say your food was Well, at least you're honest because some people yeah. act like that. Oh, no, you can't buy me. And be lying. <laughs> I'd rather you be honest in oh, front yeah, of me I'll than definitely. act like, oh, no, I'm going to do the noble aid way and lie. Like, just go ahead and tell me straight up. Check. I mean, if they said what I got to pay you to get you to say this is fire, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to push that number up, but I'm going to try to get as most as possible. But, hey, you got to do what you got to do, man. Rent do on the first. Mm. <laughs> And you know what's crazy? I hear it be the late fee starting the third, but back at home it started on the fifth. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> I don't pay the rent, so Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. Okay, I see. <laughs> I try to knock mine out early, so I ain't gotta worry. Well, it's on auto draft shit. Okay, that's even better. Yeah, I don't even Okay. So I think we are pretty loosened up just off the fact that we did do Patreon first. Um, if y'all want to go to Patreon, please go to patreon.com slash the glass mic. If this sounds too complicated, just go on my Instagram or the Glass Mike Instagram. 
click the link in the bio and just click the Patreon tab in Italy. You right where you need to be. Of course, they are budget-friendly tiers, but my favorite one is the I'm All In tier because that tier has the juiciest, greatest stuff. So, um, as you saw earlier, I smoke hookah. And when you hit a nail, like I blow the bubbles. It just depends on how I feel. Sometimes I blow them because I just need to get that little quick one too. And then sometimes I just smoke it just because. And also, um, my little baby, you know how you have fur babies. I don't know if you have a dog. Do you have a dog? Yeah, but he doesn't live with me anymore. So, okay. Yeah. Well, as you can see, my little shizzy right here. Sometimes she likes to be the star of the show. Um, as you can see, she wants to play with her toys. She didn't play with them all day, but of course, because of recording, she wants to do her thing. So if y'all hear like a little squeak or a little ASMR, that's just Bella. So disregard her. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you, I call my listeners and followers the people. Okay. I mean, what what better way yeah, to definitely. call them? Because they're the people. They keep it real. They're gonna let you know what's up, quick, fast, and in a hurry. So I asked them a couple of questions because I have been very uh, adamant and vocal when it comes to food here because I am from Mississippi. Yeah. And with Mississippi, if the food is good, you either have to take a nap or take a shot to make sure you don't have high blood pressure because the seasoning, the the food, like the nourishment, it's going to be there. Almost a little too there. And when I came here, it was like, okay, um, some people saying foods are good and it's the truth. They put their foot in it and I taste it. And I'm like, who foot you put in this? Because it ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked them a couple of questions and I'm going to tell you the questions. I'm going to let you kind of guess the answers and we'll uh, talk about them and go from there. Is that cool? Yeah, that's it. Let's get it. Okay, so first off, I asked them, you know, where are they from? I had different responses. So uh, I heard Memphis, New York, originally raised in Louisiana, Canton, Mississippi, Chicago, another Chicago, Jackson, Mississippi, the Sip Shouty, Mississippi, <laughs> Menden, Louisiana, uh, St. Augustine, Florida, North Dallas, one person, and uh, Mexico. Okay. Yeah, okay. so all around. Yeah, and tell me where you are from. I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. Um, I moved here probably like 10 years ago. My parents moved here, so it's my okay. choice. Um, yeah, so I've been here ever since. Um, spent some time in San Diego as well, um, but Southern California, yeah. Born and, uh, born and raised. Okay. So you said you've been here for a little over 10 years now? Yeah. So you just started doing uh, your foodie mm -hmm. life here in Texas, right? Yeah. So when you do that, do you go back home and do some stuff too? Or do you strictly do reviews here in Texas? Because I know it's not just Dallas. I haven't been back home since, but I do have a trip planned, so okay. I'll definitely do some reviews, try some different uh, stuff like that. So. Yeah, because I can definitely see you on Food Network. Yeah, oh, yeah. You got to take place. What's that guy name? Guy is that him with yeah, the blonde, with the sharp hair? I mean, I love him. I don't have nothing, well, unless something pops he, up. He old news. He old news. Yeah, so you got to place him. Somebody new. I'm your guy, Food Network. Come fuck with me. Right. <laughs> you young, energetic, you're honest, so... I think you would be the perfect candidate. So I'm eager to see you on there. Or hell, even y'all on network. You hey, know, the sky's the limit. We're coming. We might be on the black network. That's 
That's what I'm trying to do. I mean, I'm cool with whatever, but we're going to get there. We're yeah. Gonna get there. Yeah. So I know for right now, you've been doing things in the uh, Texas area. So did you, did you say Detroit too? No, no, no. I've never. Okay. It might be the edible, the yeah. made up a word. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. Okay. So do you notice a distinct difference when it comes to foods in California versus here in Texas? Definitely. Um, I think it's funny. My friends back in California say that all the best food is here. And then I feel like it's the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as far as California goes, the big thing is Mexican food. It is miles ahead. Like this Tex-Mex shit is trash in comparison. Um, a lot of mid. But on the like stuff like seafood, soul food, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Personally... There's definitely some good spots in L.A. And, and stuff like that. I think there's more out here. But the difference, I think, there's a lot more, as you say, a variety of where people are from out here. Yeah. Because when I think of my favorite spots, mm-hmm. I could probably name three spots and they're like all from like Louisiana. Or I already know shit. one of them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I already know one of them. So it's like... You know, I can't really say, like, when you were talking earlier, we were talking earlier about Dallas food. It's like, honestly, Dallas food is just a cis pot for where people can't, you like know. Like a little like, melting pot. Yeah, yeah. you know, like, it. people from all over. So. Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying earlier about Mississippi. Like, Mississippi is where a lot of ancestry is, like, cousins being Chicago, cousins being Texas, Louisiana, Detroit, stuff like that. But... That's how I feel about here. Like, I feel like some foods out here is killing it. And some of them, it just don't compare to back home. So, it's good to hear you say that Mm -hmm. um, it is a difference with you being from out west and being here in the southwest. Like, that's that's good. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, majority of them pretty much sound like they're from the south. I didn't really hear too many from, like, the, the furthest north I heard was Illinois. So, with that being said, I'm going to ask you a question. This is where you play the, I don't want to say mathematician. I say, like, the statistics major. Uh, This is the question. Is the food better in your hometown or where you live currently? What percent do you think said home and what percent do you think said where they live currently? Who's at home? Probably, like, 75%. Hmm. More or less. You you right on the ball. It was eighty six percent. Okay. So eighty six percent said home sweet home. But I think that's all. It's also a little bit of cap in that because you live here, everything's readily available, mm-hmm. and then you have the memories of your best food. You don't think about those bad moves or those bad food meals that you had or those bad places. Mm-hmm. You're only imagining the best. Like, when you think about back home, are you thinking about just the average spot or the best, but your favorites? I'm thinking of Big Apple. I'm from Mississippi, so I'm going to have people real crying. I'm thinking of Big Apple Inn. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of Chopsticks is Chinese. I'm thinking of my line sister, Gumbo Girl. Like, her Gumbo, mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like, it's good. Like, it's meaty. Okay. On every, You could have put your spoon in there. Something going to come off Dang. on this spoon. And see, you think, but you see you see how you're thinking of the best spots, whereas yeah. in Dallas... How many times, like, if you thought of just the overall best spots in Dallas or your favorite, mm-hmm. 
you ask yourself how many times you eat there in a month, it's probably going to be zero, if not one. That's true. Because so I will say some seafood places here have given back home over run for their money. And then, but you, you know, you hardly go. So it's like, you know, you're trying all the average food because it's readily available. So I think it's like when you just asked that question, I was thinking in my head, like, yeah, I'll take back home. But I bet if I had the food side by side, I'd probably say something different. So Yeah, you're right. So... Another question I ask, who has better food in your area? Dine-in eateries, so official restaurants, I have a stand building, are up-and-coming chefs. Up-and-coming chefs, for sure. They're not even close. Yeah. But I will say some of the up-and-coming chefs are starting to get businesses, so it's like I'm starting to, like, switch, but until more of them get it. I mean, it's still one of the same. Like, of course, the goal is to elevate. So, I still think as long as they, the word that I like that you said earlier was committed Mm -hmm. and consistent. Consistency. So, consistency, like you said, is key. Mm -hmm. And as long as they keep those values and the morals that when they first started, when they open their business, then they're good. It just make it hard because, okay, let's say I'm I'm the chef of Dubs, Grubs, Eats. Okay. When I'm selling plates, I'm making every single plate. I'm making sure they're perfectly seasoned, perfectly cooked, ready to go, perfectly dressed, all that. If I get a restaurant and Dubs, Grubs, Eats is on the corner now, am I going to be there every second that it's open? Nope. Exactly. So who's cooking the food now? Are they Mm. having the same values? And that's that's why you usually have a fall off. It's... As a as a you know restaurant owner, you just gotta make sure your your people have that same vision as you because that's why I think the personal plate people usually have better food because they're cooking it. Whereas once you start delegating it to to John that you paying ten dollars an hour, he don't care. Yeah, just, I'm just trying to get a cheat. Yeah, you know he just he just throwing stuff together. <laughs> I'm just trying to get know. a cheat. He not. This looks season enough. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So you're right. Forty seven percent said. Dining eateries and fifty three percent said uh the up and coming chefs. And I agree. Okay, okay. It's like you said earlier, like the pet peeve of mine is my taste buds don't have a schedule. They don't know the days of the week, they don't know the hours. And it could be a Saturday night and they got a taste for seafood pasta. But the seafood pasta I like is the up and coming chef and they only make it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it's like the ones that's readily available, they're not the best. Yeah. <laughs> they don't use the sauce I like. They don't have enough seasoning. It's like somebody was, like their wrist was broke. Like, it's, sir, yeah. just dab the seasoning there. If it like it's too much, it's enough. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> so the next question was, where do you find options on places to eat? What do you think people said? And I think this is an easy answer for you because. Either Instagram or Yelp. Mm-hmm. So I got Instagram. Somebody said we eat at home ninety percent of the time, baby. You have an old soul in you, and kudos to you. They capping. I don't think I don't think they're capping. You don't think so? No, I, feel like I don't be think they're lying capping. When they say they eat at home all the time, like they quick to go I'm to Chipotle. And if you look at like ninety percent, think about it. think about it. that's out of hundred meals, only ten meals to eat a hundred meals. That would be what a couple months of food. Because let's just say you eat three times a day. 
for 30 days, boom, you get a, we'll say you get a, just round it up so you get 100 meals. Mm-hmm. I mean, you only had eight out 10 times in the whole month. I'm talking like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Let me tell you about back home. Back home, I don't, have you ever heard of Pick Five? We, but you got, hold on. Have we, you ever heard of a Pick Five? I haven't heard of a Pick okay. Five. Okay. But remember, I covered about Mississippi. That's a little <laughs> bit. 1960, you know. That, oh, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to judge you. You know, if you're from Mississippi, you know y'all a little slower. Not like Mississippi, a little slow. It move a little up. slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all good. <laughs> I rock with my Mississippi people, but like out here in Dallas, it's a little space, space. I've been to Mississippi. You could drive for a couple miles. You're not gonna see really, and you could go a, a, a couple stretches where you don't see fast food and stuff like that. They have places, but here it's. Every yeah. single corner, lunch, you know, like, and a lot of the time you're just busy. I mean, you working hard. You, what if you forgot your lunch? Or I just find it hard to believe. Do you got a camera up in here? Because that's how me and my husband are. I, I'm telling you, like, I don't cook. I'm going to tell y'all now. I don't cook like seven days at the week. I may cook a strong one to three at the week if it's that. And, and when I do cook, he will forget that damn food. And I'm like, was it nasty? No, I just forgot. I'm like, okay. You be rushing, you late. It just, yep. life happens. So that's why I was like, ten, man, people be eating out more. Than, and then I think people eat out more than they think. And so. I definitely eat out more than I think. Because one time I just looked at my bank account. I'm like, this could have been a Birkin bag. I mean, not really, but you know. It could have been it, something. It, honestly, it adds up after a while. You be surprise yeah so they said instagram the we eat at home 90 percent of the time because of lifestyle changes but word of mouth mostly websites for best xyz are the google maps add-on if of black businesses yep baby <laughs> word of mouth yep google uh foodies group the glass might I'll be talking about food on here. Listen, if I'm talking about food on here, I need some more chefs to come uh, up and forward. Because I had two tonight. I need y'all to be like, look, I can beast on them. What you want? What you want? Because I feed the guests on the show. Now, don't be trying to book so you can eat because it ain't going to happen. You know how black folks do. Oh, she feeding them? Yeah. Uh, Pretty much majority online, word of mouth. Yep. Social media. Somebody else said they cook mostly. Black food enthusiasts, uh, Foursquare. Girl, you oh, you said you use Foursquare? I never use Foursquare. Yeah. Oh. How, baby, if you hear your answer, tell me how old you are talking about Foursquare because I ain't heard about this since high school and I wasn't using it then. Somebody said Twitter. Yeah. Twitter? Honestly, yeah. Dallas, uh, Dallas Eats, shout out to them on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Helped, they one of the ways I started my page. Okay. Yeah, I remember before I stumbled on your page, I was onto them and I would turn on my Twitter notifications, but then I had a mama where I was like, Chantal, okay, this is fat as hell. You get more text messages about food than regular people, like, mm-hmm. get it together. So, yeah. but they definitely were um, a plus. But yeah, everybody's answer was pretty um, consistent. Everyone's pretty much saying friends, word of mouth. Somebody said Uber Eats. I think y'all sleep. Somebody said hashtag. This is what I do. Um, now I asked them what's their take on food influences. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Okay, you want me to read in order? You yeah, want me to read? Okay. However you want, yeah. Okay. Do you have a good memory? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Because you can go back if you feel like it's a part you need to respond to, you can. Someone said, I love it. 
another person, aren't they paid for their services? Another person, I always take note of the places they went to where what they got and looked at how much. Someone else said, which is a little different than what you said earlier, but don't change how you do because everybody's different. The ASMR parts are weird to me. I don't want to hear you eat it. Just tell me if it's good or not. Uh, someone else, this with the mute on Instagram, they can turn the sound off. That'll please everybody so you can get to please the people oh, that yeah. hear it down. Someone that said nothing, everyone's palate is different. Someone said neutral. Someone said never watched a video. Baby girl. Cap. Baby girl. <laughs> cap. You think it's cap? Maybe they. People just be talking. Maybe it's not on the explore page. How are you on Instagram and you never watched a food video? Cap. Think. Imagine how many times. All you do open your phone and it's people eating. I yeah. see niggas I don't even know. Who are you eating on my phone? <laughs> you go to. I accidentally clicked that expo like. Right now, I could pull out my phone and go to the Explore page on my regular Instagram. I believe not my you. Food. Do you think maybe it's because of what you look up? Maybe I don't look up food. I don't. I don't search any food on it. Who is this? She, is it? Who is that? Who? Oh my gosh! I don't know that. <laughs> I don't search any food on this page. I, search I believe you. All on my. You see, it's mainly shoes. That's that's what I look up. Yeah, sneakerhead. Yeah, that's. I don't. Other than that, like. Like, and then I got wave videos. I don't got waves. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm bald if you can't see. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no, you all this food you they're gonna show I'm you. I'm look, food. I can't make this up. They oh no no no, I know. Oh I know. Yeah. Somebody said I don't follow any. Mm-hmm. So they kept it too? Uh I mean no no no. They might not I mean I feel like people got mixed feelings, they gonna cry regardless. So Okay. Just talk. I mean, like how you saw that that one person said they don't like the eating videos. Well, that's what I got to swipe for. You can swipe, boom, you don't even got to mute the video. Okay. You can see the, I got videos, pictures. I got the eating video to pop it off. I got a regular video just so you can see the food. And then I got a bunch of pictures. And then you go to the caption. If you don't want to hear me, mute me. Yeah, I like that. I saw it on your page. So, yeah, someone said um, they need to hurry up and eat the food, not to play with it. And you're not one of them people. Yeah, nah. Just seeing your page and in person, like, mm-hmm. I think I was over talking because you was like, look, come on, let's go ahead and try let's this try out. It out. Get into it. Go ahead and, you know, don't be around the bush. Someone said, I don't have a take, just don't follow any, but I do follow chefs. And someone said they love mukbangs. See? So it's like, one thing I realized, you're not going to ever make everybody happy, so just do what you want. Yeah. So. Now, I think that could be bittersweet when it comes to being an influencer because, of course, you want to find your audience. Whatever your audience, like your faithful audience likes, like their content, that's what you got to hone in on. Um, If you disagree, tell me. Oh, no, no, no. I agree. Um, And uh, I definitely think just do whatever works. Whatever gets the most engagement, repeat. That's pretty much it. You're going to get the comments. I that's If you're going to be an influencer, either turn off your com Not turn off, but turn off your notifications or learn how to ignore them. Because, man, some of y'all those girls followers. What? I don't see how. What, was, what would you say negative about food? Well, people just be like, this is stupid. This is true. Okay, like the fried They're crab legs. they just The fried crab legs. Stuff like this is stupid. Why would you fry the shell? Da, da, da. I'm like, read the fucking caption. I yeah. talk about every question that you're asking. 
people would come at you like I cooked the food, and I'm just. That's but they came to, on your page. Yeah, they come. You're on not my under page their page. And they'd like, be like, hey. they'd be like, "This looks trash," or your take. I remember somebody got mad at me because I said a spot was good and they didn't like it. Bit. Never mind. Hey, we my cuss bad. on this show. Yeah, I try not to be. <laughs> you know, shout out to you. You know who you are, but like people act like. I don't know. They just they want to cry for whatever reason. So you just learn to ignore them. But but this is my thing. Like, so let's just say, like, you know, I got a potty mouth. And I say that very often on my podcast. Like, I have a potty mouth. Do you have to listen to it? No. But my thing is, you came in my house. Mm-hmm. If you don't like how I'm doing shit in my house, that's I, what your regular ass has for. And the biggest thing I've noticed with Instagram, the mm-hmm. most people that be hating don't follow you. Yeah. Instagram shows when you have a post that does good, they show it to people that don't follow you. And those be the ones that comment the most, talk the most shit. And I realized it and I'm like, okay, bet you're a fucking peon. You don't even follow me. You wait. Like, I've never, I mean, unless I, I don't comment on, I hardly comment on Instagram pictures unless I'm like shooting a shot at a celebrity. Yeah. And what are you doing commenting on a random person? Some people are low lives like that. Yeah, I think people are just miserable and they want that misery to rub off. I'm glad that you don't let that take a hold of your business because I'm telling you, like, you got people like me. I'm going to show you right quick because we already did Patreon. So I'm going to show you on my phone. This is why I was like, I ain't going to try to talk to you until you everything right now because I want to leave some surprise. (laughs) Yeah, people, people annoying. So I have on here, you know how you save stuff on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Look at this makeup on my phone. <laughs> I save everything. So mm-hmm. I got memes. I got Texas things to do, funny stuff. Like when I'm down, I want to like watch some funny videos. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the fast part. The foodie page. Like this is what I save and like foods, like different foods I want to try. Some of them are here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them some are. trapping on there. A couple of you see, you got an shows eye. And, yeah, shows and tells. You have, yeah, you have a good eye. And a lot of them uh, might have been even from your page because this is how I look at it. Like when I'm saving the food, I see it right then and there. Mm-hmm. But when I want to go back to it, I may not remember what specifically I wanted from that place. Or it might have been just. Their Instagram, they're not great with the photography. Like, like their food is good, but if it was up to the page, I probably wouldn't try it. But your page shows more substance. So I would save it from your page, and I'd be like, okay, save it from those groups, and then click the restaurant name, and then that's when I want to try it. But, yeah, I have it saved. And I remember when I was looking for food pages, like I said, I look up on, yeah, Instagram hashtags. Like, Mm -hmm. I have, yep, but... That wasn't so popular for me back at home, but it is more here now. But I haven't gotten adjusted to it. And when I seen your page, I was like, okay, all these other food pages, like, yeah, I like them. I don't have nothing bad to say about them. But yours just has the most substance, the most energy. The food looks awesome. I think that you show them their true justice. Because, like I said, in some places, they have good foods, but the pictures can throw it off. Mm-hmm. And it's, it means a lot, especially on Instagram. Definitely. Well, I appreciate that. But, yeah, marketing is everything. Um, everybody can, you, like, cooking is something that most people can do. And most people sell really good food. But it's all about your marketing. You know, yes. like, 
how you getting your word. And I know for a fact, like we just met, but I know for a fact you have probably saved or de- most definitely added some new customers to some businesses just oh, yeah. off of how you posted yeah. and just how you delivered it. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's just how the game of life is, especially with social media. It, when it comes to whether it's females or males or there's music, it's all about delivery. Because some people have good delivery, but the content is shitty. Mm-hmm. And some people have shitty ass content. I mean, good content, but mm-hmm. they just can't market it well. Yeah. And I think that you're a great liaison between us as the people trying to see what to do in those restaurants. I gotta, I gotta, I won't mention who, but I have a business that they make over six figures now. They weren't doing that before I was posting them. So, I want to say I know who you're talking about, but I may not know. It's a couple. It'd be more than a few, but uh, yeah, they posting it the right way. Um, and that's the thing that a lot of businesses don't realize is investing in marketing is the most important thing that you could do. Yes. Because if people see it and like you said, like what you said is when you're hungry, you usually can't find the new shit. It's when you're bored scrolling and say, oh, <laughs> shit, that look good. I'm like, my And see, you're really, you're really organized. My dumb ass just, I, I forget. I'm like, I'm going to remember that. Yeah, but <laughs> you do. You, but in your defense, you do have a good memory. Mine is just, like I said, like, I try to do random dates because it's so easy to get stuck in the, the whimsicals of life and going to work, coming home, taking care of this and that. And you want to have random date nights and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like I want to try different places. And, of course, I've always been supportive of black-owned businesses. But it's hard to keep up with so many of them because it's so many coming out. And I make lists. You make Yeah. So. And that's another thing I love about your page. Like, your page is clean. It's not all over the place. But you also have blisters with your highlights. Mm-hmm. Like you have them broken down. Like, okay, this is a review. This is based off price from low to, hey, mm-hmm. you need to use your paycheck to get this meal. Don't think about it. Unless yeah. you get another stimulus check. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. even go near here. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, speaking of price, I'm going to go to the next question. I ask for the same kind of meal who would you be willing to spend more money on? A official restaurant or a kitchen slash food truck? What do you think the percentage was for each? Most people should say restaurant. Should say restaurant. You think so? I think. I'm probably be wrong, but I think. Yeah, you are wrong. That's crazy. <laughs> I just... You are highly wrong. 29% said an official restaurant. 71% said kitchen food truck. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I can my, understand it though. My answer is whichever looks better. Like looks, if, yeah. Like the market. Like if it, because there's some people like you could take a picture the right way, and I'm like, okay, I'll pay fifty dollars for that shit. And then other people, you know, you take a bad picture, and it's like, I oh yeah. Now that you put it like that, I understand it. Mm-hmm. I just don't. This is the thing I have a problem with here, and I'm not gonna put no names out there because I'm gonna be nice tonight. But, like, I don't like when someone charges me 45 to $50 for a seafood plate and it's three little-ass crab legs, you know, the little small part. You can't even get the meat out of there. Yeah. Uh, two little pieces of sausage, a bunch of corn potatoes, which I don't really eat, and, like, five shrimp. Like, yeah. no, I don't like shit like that. Yeah, no, I feel you. I don't like stuff like that. If I'm going to pay, and I don't mind paying for seafood because I know that it's not going to be a value meal. Mm-hmm. But don't don't get over on me. Yeah. And that's a lot of the issue that I have sometimes out here. 
like I said, the seafood is good. Like it's some places I can name off top that I like that has good seafood. But when it comes to like the kitchen slash food truck chefs, you got some out there that that give you enough of your money. Some that just you know they know seafood is expensive and they're trying to make more profit than quality. Exactly. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, exactly. That's why I say more restaurant. I I trust the restaurant a little bit more when I'm spending money, but yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a couple more questions, then I'm going to get to the fun parts. Well, this is kind of fun. So I asked them, what's something you would like to ask a food influencer? So this is your stage. How do you maintain your weight? Work out a lot. Work out a lot? Yeah, work um, every morning. I usually get up at like 4 a.m., a lift. Uh, now, you know, I get up at 4 just because that's when my gym opens, but. Okay. Just work out every day, and then I probably meal prep. Usually during the weekdays. So. Yeah, I saw that. Um, you know, you've lost a significant amount of weight before. I wanted to tell you kudos. Um, I think it would be very, very challenging if I was a foodie, and I had so much available to me. Of course, you know, you're more business structured. You're not just oh, I'm gonna go to this random ass restaurant. Mm -hmm. But it's like sometimes I. I would eat, and I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go lay down. Yeah, I would definitely. <laughs> I mean, I've gained, like, I lost my weight before I did the foodie stuff. And, I mean, like, when I was, like, even though I'm pretty, like, small, I still have abs. Um, I'm bigger than what I was before I started. This episode of The Glass Mic was brought to you by Destiny Cash Jones State Farm Agency. She wants to be the best part of your worst day. Her agency offers auto insurance, homeowners insurance, life insurance, health supplement plan, vehicle loans, and home loans. And again, her name is Destiny Cash Jones. She's located in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So she specializes in us Texasippians. So people who've moved from Mississippi to Texas, those from Louisiana that moved to Texas, and that 1% that are actually from Dallas, Texas. Her office is available Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays by appointment only. Now you know she's trying to be the ultimate neighbor because on Saturdays everyone is off and letting their hair down but she has her running shoes ready to work for you. Her and her agents can be located at 14902 Preston Road Suite 912 that's in Dallas Texas 75 254. Her number 972 737 8380. And she's on the web at www.destinycashjones.com. Like a good neighbor, Destiny Cash Jones State Farm is there. And back to the show. So you think, like, when you say bigger. Do you think it's like, you know how you can go back to your old weight number, but you don't look like that weight number? Oh, no. You definitely. think it's like muscle? Like, I'm, so, I probably gained like maybe 10 pounds since 
starting my food page. But that's good. Yeah, so it's been. You know, me and y'all are different. Yeah. We look at food and we gain 10 pounds. Yeah, well, me. So, like I said, I, I was just really in shape before I did my foodie page. So, before I, like, started doing it hardcore. And so. Yeah, so let's go ahead and do the little Lifetime piece. You know, the Lifetime movie. We yeah. hear your biography. Yeah. So, tell us, like, what made you even get into this? Like, what made you say, Okay, yeah, anybody could do a foodie page, but I have a gift, and I want to share it with the people. Um, so never thought I had a gift or I'm telling you you have a gift. I appreciate it. And I accept did. it. When you leave uh, here, just at this point, know it's a gift. Yeah, I feel like I'm doing something right, but uh, no, nah, it was literally, I just, uh, I'm a pretty routine person sometimes. I can be pretty routine, and I had... Like the same like four spots of like Wingstop, Pan Express, Chipotle, and like I think it was like Golden Chick at the time. Golden Chick is good here. I like. I you. would I would rotate those four like for like six months. Mm-hmm. On Thursday I would get Panda, Friday I get Chick Fil A, Saturday, you know I had a whole Wingstop on Sundays for the football. Yeah. You know whole little routine. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm. I was looking around and I'm seeing all this good food and I was like, man, I got to start trying this good food. And then I started looking and I was like, wow, it's all this stuff I could try in Dallas. Yeah. So then on my regular page, I just started posting my stories. Uh, long story short, I just got a bunch of questions. A lot of people, hey, 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 where's that? What was that place you posted? Then it went to the point where literally like 10 people, when are you making a food page? Are you going to make a food page? You should make a food page. So like fuck it, I'll make a food page, and I made it so people could stop asking me questions, which that definitely didn't happen. Yeah, it probably but, went more. Yeah. I would imagine. But uh, I, it just kind of yeah, I started the food page, and it kind of took off. A year and a half later, here we are. So I'm gonna tell you, like I said, if if you haven't like listened to the show, I could tell you like a little synopsis of it. But I always play like the black sheep or the patient. Or the person who doesn't come in with much knowledge of the topic at hand. Mm-hmm. And I lead the episode learning. This okay. is how I look at the people. Yeah. So, just me being a regular person. Like I said, I love food. But yeah. I think it's more than just taking a picture of food or tasting food. And, you know, that's why I said it's a gift. Because to you, it's probably like something as simple as knowing the back of your hand but somebody else trying to do what your craft is it's not as easy mm-hmm. that's why i said leave this knowing that it is a gift like it might be something simple like okay i'm testing food out but it's really way more than it because you're helping us as far as knowing okay we trust you we know that you're not gonna just like yeah we played the mm-hmm. truth of drink game early but i know yeah. deep down yeah, you no, ain't I... finna ain't ain't no dollar sign on a gift for you no, like yeah you like can. your money yeah. but you ain't finna just sit up and eat no bullshit food yeah, and be like oh this is good i don't see that in you yeah. if if so then my intuition was just wrong but you know we trust you and also you're helping the businesses like some people just go in like oh well let me just make an instagram and let me go see this restaurant and get some free food like yeah i love leaks i ain't gonna lie to you if i get some free food i'm gonna get it mm-hmm. but i think that you're like me like I'm, yeah, hell yeah, I love free food, but I'm also trying to help you as a business because mm-hmm. I'm showing you, these people who will probably never even hear about your business, and then you're also helping us as far as like, okay, 
we eat just golden chick. We eat just Chick Fil A. We ain't stop. Let's try something different because we're always putting mm-hmm. in our mind, I'm gonna eat something different. Mm-hmm. And then when the waiter comes to the table, we want chicken tenders and mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. And it's way more than that. Yep. It's way more. Definitely. So I I love your page just off the strength Thank of you. it. Thank yes. You. And I think you answered their question. So let me go to the next question. So. Where do you get all this money to blow on going out to eat like this? And how can I do it myself was the next question. (laughs) Speaking of, huh? Man. Oh, man. (laughs) Um, That's funny. People definitely have went to my page and been like, you spent this amount of money and da 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 But the biggest thing, people spend so much money on fast food, they do not realize it. So when I first started my page, I said, okay, no more going to spots that I've already been to. Okay. So when you cut out the Popeyes, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, Chipotle's that you do on the regular weekend, mm-hmm. weekday, if you were trying to do this, I would. the way I started my page was I was only eat out on the weekends. So I, you get like what five meals in the weekend, weekend or so. Yeah. And then you just you know from I would do like Friday, Friday night. There's two meals on Saturday, two meals on Sunday. Boom, five, and that'll take care of the whole week's worth of posts. Um, and you kind of have to eat. You feel me? Like, and if you if you just don't on that random Wednesday, if instead of you going and caving and getting Popeyes or or Panda, that's eight bucks. You're still off that ten dollar ba- thing of chicken that you bought. You mm. know? So it's about staying disciplined. Um, yeah, I honestly now well, like yeah. So the beginning of the page, I really didn't. I spent a lot, kind of, but it was probably around the same amount. And I don't. I also am not a big drinker as far as going out. Okay. Um, I'll buy a bottle, but I won't usually buy drinks. Okay. And, and I feel that made up a lot of the difference i have friends that'll go drop 60 dollars yeah you can drink off them this how i do exactly like, and so when you cut out the drinks since like i got a flask like i'll literally pour a flask spend five dollars i wish i had my flask at mm-hmm. i got a flask in my car it looks like a bracelet yep, yep. and it's really a flask yeah telling you spend 10 bucks you on just a flask, like me bring your liquor and just you make your own drink man fuck these bartenders they charging 20 dollars for the same thing and it don't even be twenty dollars worth of liquor in there. Exactly. They be it'd be a shot. What you say? I'm gonna use your word, capping. Yeah, yeah. So this is how I predict how you would do. And like I said, I don't mind if you tell me if I'm wrong or not. But like I said, this is your craft. And when you first started, of course, you didn't wake up with a household name like you have now, uh, nor the following. I'm pretty sure you had a good following. Like of course, your following to me is more than the number that Instagram tells you. I think your following is less than the number that Instagram tells you, but it's stronger than the number. Like people like numbers like, oh, you got over 40,000 followers. But if your page left right now, you're going to have hundreds of people writing you. Like you may not have a whole over 40 writing mm-hmm. you like, hey, where do you go? Yeah. But you had those people that, that's what I care about, that number. Yeah. So I think before you had all that, you did have to invest. Like you couldn't just go in a restaurant like, hey, I'm a, a food influencer. Like, mm-hmm. You know, people, they, they have trust issues. So, it's like, yeah, everybody says that, whoop de woo And then, you know, just putting out there, we're black, and you're a black male, mm-hmm. which is another uh, thing I had to ask you. But you are coming in, it's like, 
I'm trying to show y'all I'm genuine. So, of course, you did have to invest in ads. You did go into the right rooms that had your name in it. Um, people knew you before you knew them. Like, I know you like, who the fuck is Chantal? But you took a chance <laughs> on me. But I, I knew, I heard of you already. Yeah. So, I think that's, that's how it grew to be to where, yeah, you might still pay for things. If you pay for things. But you went to a point where... You don't have to invest so much into this. So you might invest into something else, like maybe your uh, marketing or your travel. But the money isn't necessarily going towards you paying for the food because yeah. it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Is and that true? It, it'll it eventually start to pay off. Um, I Like I said, I did spend a little bit in the beginning. But when, you, when you're strategic with it, mm -hmm. It's not any, I don't believe that I spent more than the average person. Like I could take $50 and now personally, because it was for the page, I'm going to go for the craziest thing on the menu. So if it's yeah. a $30 plate, cool. So I might spend a little bit of money there, but yeah. Um, and then the more you do it, the more free food, you know, you get I like to of, negotiate. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people, most people love free advertising, free marketing, free mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, um, once you build your page to a certain, you know, level. Yeah. So did you see more of a difference with restaurants when you uh, surpassed the 10K following? Because that's the popular number. Um, did you see more when you surpassed 10K? Uh, did people treat you different or was it pretty much the same with all your numbers? Um, I could really put a maybe 10 or 20,000. Not 100% sure. It just kind of looked up and now I got people hitting me up. Um, it went quick. It mm -hmm. went very, very, very quick. Um, yeah, I saw that. That's what I was going to ask you. So I think I, and I'm a woman, mm -hmm. and I'm inspector gauge. And when my friends need to find out something, i.e., about their man or whatever, they're going to mm -hmm. call me because yeah. I can find stuff. <laughs> Did you start your page in March? Of last year, twenty eighteen, or did you just have to, or was the pictures last? Like your first post was they posted around that time? No, my first March twenty nineteen. March twenty nineteen. I told you I, mm -hmm. I did my homework, yeah, baby. That was my very first. Mm -hmm. That was when I created. I created it two days before, and then I made that the first post on my page. Is I've only archived one post. Okay. On two maybe, but. Other than that, nothing's been deleted, and that the first post was the first post. That is good. That's why I keep saying, like, that is a gift. Mm -hmm. Because you know how long it takes for people to get? And like I said, just for the sake of the show, like, some people are stuck about that number. Like, yeah. I feel like it's an influencer that could have a, a high number, and it'd be some BS. And it'd also be an influencer that has a low number. But they had some genuine stuff, and I feel like you are that great, not even a medium, because you've been honest the whole show, and your following grew so fast, and it's organic. It ain't mm -hmm. like you got bored and bought some followers, you know what I'm saying? Because you okay. can tell it off your likes and okay. your views and your comments. I think I paid, like, maybe 150 on IG promotions, but that's about it. That's like, not bad. Like, you got a great and return. And so, and I mean, that wasn't most of it. I think it's, I will say... I put a lot of behind the scenes work. I mean, like hours on hours on hours. I've probably spent a hundred hours on YouTube researching everything from, I'm a marketing major, so that's what I went to school for, but okay. I was pretty much self-taught social media marketing, uh, photography, videography, videos, camera work, food photography, food editing. So I definitely, you know, it took a lot of work. Um, I don't think I, 
accidentally got 40,000 followers. Oh, no, yeah, for sure so, you didn't. But definitely, in the re- you put the research in and it'll pay off. And so. so, I'm going to tell you a little secret. And this is going to be new to the people too. But when I first started this podcast, I didn't have this microphone. I had this laptop. I just, it was clicking this. Mm-hmm. Um, the tripod, they had it, the hookah. Yeah. I started off with recording on this iPad. Hey, there you go. And I gained like a thousand listeners in two months That's off cool. of this iPad. You, it's proof to show it does not matter what you have, it matters what the content is. My, yes. I got my first 20,000 followers off the handy dandy iPhone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I tried a camera, I think I bought a camera at like. 10k and then i didn't really like it sold it at 13k and then just kept with my cameras phone. can be that high no oh no yes oh baby no, i'm no, gonna no. get five talk- pixels if you miss me i was me. talking about my definitely talking about the followers but that camera, oh. that camera was cheap i mean it's like the ones, <laughs> i mean to put it in perspective i have a cheap camera now my first camera was really cheap but this okay. camera's cheap right now and I want to say it's like a $400 body and a $600 or $700 lens. Hmm. So I get a lot of compliments about my camera. Oh, yeah, your content is bomb. It's about a, it's a $1,000 setup. But you get so much return on it. Mm-hmm. I would say it, it'll eventually, it eventually pays for itself. Um, and then it's not money. In my opinion, it's not money spent because I could easily resell everything probably for like seven, eight hundred dollars So I'd only have spent two, three hundred out there. Like I probably could get closer to a thousand if I tried, but. Okay. So another question um, was like, what is it all about? So of course, when we see foodies, we see you putting the food up to the camera, you eating it and you rating it. But tell us like, what's a, a, in a quick little way, like what's a typical day in the life for a foodie like you? Um, for me, it's a normal, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess a foodie day. Okay, I'll just use today as an example. I got off my real job. I'll leave that out just. Yeah, it's cool. It's a, yeah, yeah, day job. But I uh, got off my day job. I went, um, I met up with one spot. I did a review. I picked up food, did a review, uh, picked up the food, ran home, did a review. Boom, boom, boom. And then today I actually took a nap because I had a couple hours. But yeah. then I come to do a podcast. But like a typical Saturday is I like, I, I try to book people a week, a week out and I'll usually have at max two people Saturday, Sunday, and literally just going around trying food. I mean, and I usually have to turn people down um, because I have so many people that say, hey, I wanna try, want you to come, you know, try food, so. Yeah. But it, it most definitely didn't start that way, and it definitely goes in waves. Like, I could have a weekend where I have 10 people, and then I could go the next weekend and have zero people, so. Yeah, so the majority of your reviews comes from uh, restaurants reaching out to you or do you see a restaurant and be like okay I'm gonna put this on my list to reach out to them how does that work I think it's both um, because I'm at the point where I personally don't like doing reviews I guess I just gotta say it for free um, I feel like I've built the page enough and this was something that's hard for me to get to this stage like I was very very afraid it's shocked when you get your when you find out what your gift is it's like your human mind is like Ain't nobody been giving me no, but you know you're and learning your worth and applying it. And I, I really don't charge a lot, and I mean, so many of my. They better enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, I know because <laughs> I, 
<laughs> they better enjoy it. Like, no cap. You got a couple more months, and that price will be through the roof. But yeah. Because I, I could, I, I, being honest, I could probably charge 10 times what I charge. But um, I do it for the restaurants. I'm not really, I'm still trying to build my page. But yeah. I do both. So if it's a new spot, so I'll say, mm-hmm. just be honest, I'm going to Yardbird. Um this weekend, I heard they were pretty. Their, their pictures look good. Their pictures look crazy. It's a new spot. Uh, you know, it's I'm gonna, in my, one in Miami, I think. Yeah, so it's like okay, I gotta try it. So I'm gonna pay there, but then I got all the rest of my spots this weekend are people that hit me up. So give yeah. and take. Um, of course, you want to go where the business is. You want to help people out, but I want to give people the my followers. I owe it to them, my supporters. I want to let people know what these spots are, how they are, if there's any new spots. So if I randomly pull up, like, I'll never be like, hey, I'm a Instagram foodie. I want you to, you know, go work with me so I can. I'm going to just pull up and try the food. Yeah. You know, I want to real. Now, the second and third time, cool. Now we can talk business. This was up because it it seems genuine. It's like, I mean, your work speaks for itself. So, of course, it's not like you're trying to freeload anything. You can easily, like, your phone is like your badge, your certificate, your right. I show people the engagement and I'll be like, all right, now go to Instagram and see how much it would cost to get that same engagement by paying them. I bet it really fuck them up. Like, if they Mm -hmm. get you a bad experience and you'd be like, let me see to the manager and they try to get some lip and you'd be like, well, you know, I have a social. Cause I do oh, this shit yeah, all just, the time, and I don't even have half the following. Yeah, sometimes, man. Sometimes I just hit them with the. I'm just bet. I'm gonna give you a review. That's cool. <laughs> I can't wait to type that out. And like, there's some reviews you can read. I I really, really, really try to be nice and positive on. Yeah, all reviews, I can tell. But if you piss me off. It's just. I mean, you're a human, and we're the same way. But I really, none of my reviews are really disrespectful at all. Uh, yeah. Even if I gave them one star, I'm just be like, come on, fam. Like you've. You've put me in, like, I got a one-star review on the way, but who the fuck puts walnuts in pizza? What? Exactly, right? Mm, Stupid-ass shit. mm, mm, mm. Put walnuts on the fucking pizza. They weren't black. Y'all, they're definitely not. Yeah. one star with their non-black ass. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. (laughs) So, next question, speaking of, how do you take backlash from a restaurant you posted a not-so-good review about? Um... That stuff, that it's, it's definitely getting, it's like a little tougher. You don't want to let people down, but I also don't want to lie. So it's just kind of, most of the time, most people are pretty apologetic. I had this one restaurant, fuck them, I'll never post them again. I'm not going to say who it is. Okay. But basically, I had been posting, they had two, they got like two locations. I've been to both multiple times. And I would pretty much, no matter which location I go to, I'd always post with the same tag well when they finally one of the locations finally got a bad review it's like hey bro you've been tagging me and this isn't us you know i'm like okay for sure but why wasn't this a problem you didn't say this wasn't your food when i was giving you four and five stars yeah now that y'all got a bad review it's oh you haven't been to our restaurant Mm. and so it's like most of, but other that was really the only time. Other than that, it's I'm so sorry. I'm da 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 da, and it's just like it's me not even like because what do I gain from saying it's bad? I'm more helping you. Like I'm, yeah, you know, I've had a couple people beg me not to post, so I just you know cool. I won't post. I like if you're gonna beg me not, that's 
you know, I, but that just shows their character at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And this is my thing. Like I said, I'm not a foodie, but what I would imagine in my little foodie world, I would have sponsors that are non-biased, like uh, DoorDash, mm-hmm. Uber Eats. I mean, you're ahead of yeah. the game, so you probably like, girl, I already know. Yeah. But like, I would have those people where it's like, look, these people already, you know, putting a little money in my pocket or taking care of the needs that I have. So A lot of foodies are afraid to give reviews, too. I've noticed I'm one of the few that actually will give you some reviews. And that's why people respect you and, and your like, opinions. Like, they just, I don't get it. I'm like, you're posting food. You say everything's good. How are people going to know the difference between? Well, now, I'm not hating on any other foodies. No, like, it's I definitely I love their not. pages, but I'm just saying I'm not the person. Like, I will look you in your face and say, this is not what's up. You know, sorry. Um, you could do better. But at the end of the day, you'd rather hear it from me than to hear it than to hear it from a customer in the form of them not coming back to your business. Yeah. You're like that. I say it for women all the time. You know, it's like you had an auntie Mm -hmm. that's kind of mean, but you know, she ain't trying to harm you or hurt you. She's giving you a little tough love. She's going to give you a little hug, but she's going to be real with you. Exactly. People, that's what society is lacking nowadays. Like we're so sensitive Mm -hmm. and, we How can't take criticism, constructive criticism. It's the difference between trying to help someone in areas that can approve and just bashing them. Yeah. Because why mm-hmm. Why would you get your energy towards, oh, let me wake up and get this restaurant a badass review? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, exactly. I'm always positive, try to help the people out. And, yeah, they usually pretty cool yeah and i like how you said that you would be very vocal and honest about the customer service aspect like yeah you had awesome customer service but you know you need to improve in the food portion Mm-hmm. Now, you have some people that have shitty-ass customer service, but the food be A1. Mm-hmm. Jamaican restaurants. I'm going to get cussed out every time I go. I'm going to get looked at up yeah. and down. But the chicken going to fall off the bone. Oh, yeah. And I deal with the little rolling eyes for the chicken yeah. to fall off the bone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just depends on what you like. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, someone, I know earlier you, ex- you said this, so I got to get the story now. But how often do you get sick from the food? Ooh. Um... <laughs> So, I mean, it's not too often, but I I do have a weak stomach for a foodie. So, like, too hot, tear me up. Dairy, tear me up. Oh, I already know about that dairy. Yeah, so those two tear me up. And then I've probably been, like, like legitimately sick probably, like, three or four times since I started my food. Were you able to pinpoint the restaurants that got you sick? Mm -hmm. How? Uh, My body is very responsive. So, if I eat something and it's not a green... I'm going to know, like, right away. Like, I don't know what else. I'm going to feel weird on the way down or right after. And it's, I'm So, gonna... do you, like, take care of yourself or do you confront the restaurant? Um, I use, I mean, because what they're going to do? What are they, you know? Yeah. And, and part of it, me, for me personally, I know I have a weak stomach. Mm-hmm. So, like, Chipotle, that'll take me out for the day. Like, I once had a bag of, a full bag of Takis one time in my life and I called in work the oh. next day. So I was yeah, in pain. So oh. don't do yeah. It's, I don't I have don't, my violin tonight, but if I did I'd play for you. No, nah, you're good. Yeah. It's just <laughs> definitely it's a weird combination to have a weak stomach and be a foodie, but yeah. So I usually just try to blame it on myself mm-hmm. and just I'll give them a bit of the doubt. But I probably won't be back. So mm. yeah. 
I can respect that because it's like, hell no, nah, I ain't finna feel that shit again. Mm-hmm. I got a fun question to ask you. All right, let's get it. <laughs> Which sandwich is better, Chick-fil-A or Popeye's? Yeah. Uh, love that chicken from Popeye's. So, since I don't support Trump, I got to rock with Popeye's. Mm. I mean, it's a tough question. Let's take it's the like, politics out of it. Let's stick like, to food. Man. It's like Chick Fil A is like that old reliable. Like you know, she gonna come through for you. Like that old thing that you just got on your line. That you know <laughs> when you need that act right, you gonna get it. Yeah. And then Popeyes is like that new thing that just pulled up. Like God dang, it's tough. It's tough because like I like a little bit. Like I love the size of Popeyes sandwiches. I think the bread on Popeyes sandwiches is better, and the yeah, fact they, that it's crispier. It's crispier of a sandwich. I like better. Chick Fil A has none of those things, but it just Chick Fil A makes me feel like it's good, and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna end up with high cholesterol. Popeyes is like a a, a a soulful scene. Like, yeah, I know I'm finna have some shit go down, but it's worth going down on. You like the classic or the spicy? For me, it's just, I don't eat mayo, so. It's, oh, for it's, real? Yeah, I don't, do, I don't eat mayo. You are pro-black for real. I love me a little mayo. Yeah, my <laughs> undercover brother, I started thinking about it, and I'm just like, oh, I love mayonnaise. So, yeah. I mean, I talk too much about it. I don't need you to get sick over here. Mm-mm. <laughs> So let's see what else. Let me go over to my main questions. So let me ask you while I'm pulling these questions up. Like, I know you always get people in your inbox all the time because I'm in some organizations and it's a lot of aspirants and they're like, oh, I want to be this and I want to do that. Like, okay. You know, you got to have your A game. So when people come to you and be like, I want to be a foodie. Do you take, like, how do you know who to take serious and who to be like, oh, okay, shoot for the shoot for the stars and just leave it alone? I mean, I'll, I take everybody serious because I think most people have aspirations to do something. They're just afraid or, you know, procrastinating. Mm-hmm. So I pretty much tell everybody the same thing. Um, give them a couple tips. Um, tell them to whatever you excuse me, whatever you do, get started. Um, and yeah, that's that's it. I'll try to any questions that they have, I'll answer it. Um, I had even made a YouTube video. I think it's like hidden right now to like help people. But if they ask enough questions, I'm gonna be like, all right, here, watch this. Leave me alone. It's like a 15 minute video mm-hmm. of me just explaining everything. But um, definitely. I try to take everybody serious because most people have something that they want to do. Like yeah. It might not be a food page. It might be a podcast. It might be okay. A, you know, yeah, everybody has something a little different. And right. I personally feel like we all have that side hustle and that passion inside of us that could make us rich. It yeah. just It's only going to happen for those that see it through and pursue it. And I love that answer. And I'm going to go into detail why. Because before I do what I do now. I used to work um, at Comcast. I don't know if you ever heard of Comcast. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because they don't... They may have it in some parts out here, but here in Richardson, they don't. So, like, I noticed the people that I shadowed, 
the best sellers for people who were willing to pass down information. Mm-hmm. Most people that I notice like to hone in and act like everything is a big secret. Those people aren't as lucrative as people who were like, it's enough for all of us to eat. Like, I don't give a damn if all of y'all want to be food influencers. I have a special touch on what I do. You know, yeah, we all have an iPhone. We all have X amount of followers. But what I do, my craft stands out. Not saying that your craft isn't good or the way you're doing it is not well. But we both can eat. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just like how you had good things to say about both restaurants. I may have a taste a certain day for how you produce your plate. And another day I may have a certain taste for how you produce yours. Like you may be great at entrees and the stuff that I like as far as a full meal. But if I just want dessert or frozen yogurt, this person may be good at that. But that's not going to be be like, oh, I'm not going to look at Dove's Grills page. Like, oh, I'm forever loyal to Dove's Grills. But I'll be open to see what you have. But I'm still going to look at him. You, you know what I'm saying? Give, you get what you give. If you're willing to pass on information when you need that same, if you, when you need information, people are gonna be willing to pass it on to you. Um, yeah, just shit. I'm like I said. I've people will call me like famous or the king of this and that. I just feel like the same regular person. You I'm can stay humble. You know, I just I just feel like nothing's changed. That's fine. You know, like, I told the therapist on this episode. You know, she's a doctor, and I told her. I have a friend that's a doctor, and every time we go out, I make sure that everybody knows that he's a doctor. He's not going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you. I'm that ghetto cousin. Yeah. So if I need to be the ghetto cousin for you, be like, listen, <laughs> he ain't saying shit, but you better make sure yeah. that, that these eggs are scrambled, cooked to a tea, make sure this steak. Do you like a steak medium well? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, no, steak medium. Medium? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. as long as you don't say well done. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no. I, need I like it medium too. I just taught homeboy up in there to like medium well. We can't agree on medium, yeah. but he'll agree. medium well is better than well done. Like I'm like make sure the steak is well, mm-hmm. everything is great because he's humble, but I'm the mouth, and my mouth is trying to help you. If I'm not talking, that means I'm gonna let you fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. But yes, um, let's see. Oh, this is a good one. The fair here, you know, this year the fair is drive through. And Golden Chick got the little, I don't eat corn dogs. Mm-hmm. They got the little corn dogs. What is your take? Do you review fair food? Yeah. yeah. So do you think it's going to be a big difference with it being a drive through or do you think it'll be the same? I think it's I think niggas still going to pull up. I'm not, but I think people still going to pull up for sure. You said you're not. You just yeah. answered my question. That means no. I'm not. That I, means no. You just said you review okay, fair but, food and you're not going to be there this year. That means I don't need to be there either. No, I just feel the fair is an experience, and I love it. And every time I like to go and take several pictures, and I have, you know, I do a great, a, a, a nice little fair post. I literally go to the fair and eat. And my pro tip when the fair opens back up, go with a friend. Don't go on a date. Well, unless you're a woman, you know, just let them yeah. pay. <laughs> but for my fellas out there, go with your homies, and what you do is everybody gets something different and y'all just try each other food. That way you get to try literally everything. But I promise you, taking a bite of 10 things from the fair, you will be full. Who got money for that? That's what I'm saying. It just depends how many people you go with. I'm finna like, scam. Like let's, say, like, let's say me and you were friends and we went and let's say we both got 40 tickets each or 20. How much How much tickets? Like a dollar mm. each, right? Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. So it's like if I bought 
three things with my tickets. You bought three things. We just got six things. We split them in half. We're going to be them, them thing, everything deep fried at the fair anyway. I'm going to date. I'm not paying for nothing. That's what I'm saying. So women, <laughs> for my ladies, city girls, shout out to y'all. You better know it. Do your thing. But for my fellas, go with your friends. Listen, you we got to take another shot off of it. You want another shot? That's cool. Let's take another shot. That's cool. Don't cash out. Don't do it, fellas. They they gonna tell you take a shot and then go to the fair. So I'm gonna give y'all a quick little piece of advice while we take our shots. I don't know if y'all use your cash up cards. I hear in and out about them. They take people money. They don't take people money. Whoop the whoop. But if y'all look at y'all cash up card and click the boost, this is gonna be another episode because y'all know I'm quick on trying to save money because I ain't got none. Chick-fil-A is on there, 15% off, KFC, Taco Bell, Domino's, Wingstop, basically restaurants that are all over. Y'all can do that. And I need to go ahead and hit them up and send an email to their marketing department and tell them to sponsor me because I just gave it to y'all. Um, but, yes, that's another thing. Also, restaurants y'all do like that have apps download those you'll agree with me right yeah definitely download those apps get in the reward loyalty programs because it's so much free shit y'all can get from that also your receipts look at that especially chick-fil-a you know how many free chick-fil-a sandwiches i got be careful though uh-uh be careful I, look be careful uh, if you download them apps turn off the notifications Oh, that's what she was gonna say. I thought she was gonna say something else. Nah, because the, <laughs> like okay, no, like so. I just downloaded the McDonald's app. Oh, this I like McDonald's. I got so the app people, on my phone too. Bougie, I like they don't eat McDonald's no more. This cap, but anyway, <laughs> I just feel like people be lying, acting bougie, and I'm just like, come on, y'all, y'all know y'all eat McDonald's, but like. The app be messaging me every day talking about this is free. the Dallas Mavericks won a game. You get the free McDouble, yeah, like you know, like and the, they don't catch up too, fifteen percent off. Yeah, the, the, the apple pies you can't miss. Free soft serve, free ten piece spicy, free. The, it's always yeah. It's always so. Turn off your notifications, um, unless you want to be at fast food every day. Mm. If not, go crazy. But they definitely give you some good deals. So, I'm going to ask you maybe one or two more questions, and then we're going to wrap it up. I probably should, well, I think you, you're pretty straight to the point, so you ain't going to make it longer than what it is. But do you feel that being black slash a man or both hinders you from uh, your craft? I don't think it hinders me. That's definitely not the norm, though. My, my the, leading, the lead in my thing is white male, white females and white males. Mm-hmm. And after that is white, or not white, but female. Okay. Yeah, I think female. When I think of food influencers, most of the time most I think of females. Women, they can take the cute little picture with the food, and it helps when they're attractive as well. But I have had no problems. Um, and haven't. Yeah. Yeah. So if you know, if you if you can make the good content, they gonna they gonna rock with you. Cool. Yeah, so I pretty much agree. And again, like I said, I butter up on here. So I wouldn't change a thing. I'm excited to. I'm a follower on both the Glass Mike and my personal page. And I'm excited to see how far you go. And the next thing you know, you'll be with the big famous, if you're not already. But, you know, like Too Cool and all them. And then you'll be doing in other states and then around the world. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know him. He was yeah. in this apartment. You know how black folks, we like to, yeah, like, I know yeah. him. Then he, he, 
cousin. You know my mom. I was just gonna say, you are my cousin. This is my cousin. I'm like, how you know? I'm like, look, we got like three pictures in our phone together. You know, really be like, look, he following me back. That's my cousin. See, my cousin would not follow me back. But yes, I love this episode. Uh, It really has motivated me as a podcaster. Um, because my viewpoint as a podcaster is a billion podcasts out there. And I wasn't really into podcasts until I moved out here. I heard about them just like I knew about food influencers, but being in a bigger city, living a city life, I ain't gonna lie. It has exposed me more to looking more at social media, not so much as who's doing what or who the shade room is posting but just looking at stuff that can enhance my everyday life and i want to adjust my palate i want to try different things like i mean you're here at our apartment this restaurant's downstairs i went Mm -hmm. to this place and i'll name drop i don't care i hope they do get business because it was great customer service and food but yoshi shabu Mm -hmm. it's like a japanese restaurant and it had this boiling hot water and you could put like choice prime shrimp Okay. Uh, mushroom lettuce in the water, boil it for like three. I don't eat my meat, my meat well done. So, uh, boil it for like three seconds, dipping in some teriyaki or mm, peanut good. sauce if you yeah. like that. And it was an experience. And it was people that weren't black in there that saw us and was looking at us like, Y'all eat this? And I'm looking at them like, yeah. I don't know, but yeah. yo, we better yeah, figure yeah, that shit please. out. <laughs> and I want to go there again. You know, it's a lot of people that cook for here. You know, in college, we had the ramen noodles and shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, now this is a bougie way of eating it. But yeah. I'm open to, you know, just trying. Like, I don't want to say I don't like a food or I turn my nose at it and I never had it. Because mm-hmm. I can't say I don't like it if I never had it. Like, the foods that I don't like, I had it and I don't like. Exactly. Like, broccoli. I don't like it. But I like escargot. Mm. And people are like, ugh, snail. But I'm like, baby, have you eaten it? And they're like, uh-uh. And when you eat it, it'll change your mind. So that's one thing I do admire about your page. You try different foods. You make them look good. And you are very honest. And I think even with your honesty, I don't think people are going to be like, uh, I ain't gonna try it, but they're gonna go in knowing, like, okay, I trust this person. Mm-hmm. It looks good as hell, and you still post it your page at the end of the day. So I give it a try, but I trust your word. So yeah. please keep going, don't Thank stop. You. I'm eager to see your progress. And I'm not gonna do a listen letter segment this time around because I looked at the letters, I kind of scanned through them. And some of them are from previous episodes. And if we were to read those letters, we'd be like, what the hell? It ain't going to do shit with what we're talking about tonight. Um, So this is your time to shine. I want you to uh, put in any plugs you're doing. Like if you got anything coming up or uh, how you want the people to reach you. Whatever you want to say or do, any tags, this is your time. Uh, I really just say make sure you follow me um, on Instagram and Twitter at Dubs Grubs. 2021 is a lot coming, so I'm um, ready. Food of like, spare the dubs grubs out for us. D u b b s, g r u b s. Yes. You're gonna see a black cartoon. It's me um, holding a burrito. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely um, food events. So hopefully, Corona chills as long as we don't have a super big spike to end the year. Yeah. Um, we gonna have festivals. We're bringing out. We're going to start bringing the city out. So instead of y'all just watching me eat, I'm going to bring options out to y'all. One spot, different stuff here and there. We gonna, we, we got a lot of stuff coming. So If you remind me, 
I got some ideas that I had in my head to tell you. I hope I remember them. I don't want to say them on the show. No shade to y'all, but I want to tell you about. You may have, you might have had those ideas already, but I tell them to you. Okay. Um. Uh. So you said your Dubs grooves. Was it anything else that you want to know other than the upcoming things for twenty twenty one? Really not. Just uh, yeah. Make sure you tuned in because uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff coming. A lot of stuff. So yeah, yeah. And he posts uh very often on his page, his story. I love his story. I'm a big story person. Mm-hmm. I feel like the stories are very intimate because yeah, you see the numbers on your page, but your story really tells you who's engaged. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you got the insights, but you can see like who's watching, yeah. who's sharing. Different things like that. I'm and always dropping all the food because I also your highlights. Most of the people, yeah, they're posting food. So if they're having a sale, you might be driving and click through my story on the way home. Boom, you see that they're selling food right now. Boom, you can mm-hmm. pull up. So and you know, the traffic already ridiculous out here. I'm gonna make a mm-hmm. uh, U-turn on two wheels real mm-hmm. quick. So real yes. quick. So with the matchmaking Wednesdays, y'all say y'all want it, but y'all ain't submitting. I had to be real ghetto with it. <laughs> so, if y'all trying to find y'all a boo, it's getting cold in Texas. They call it false fall. I know you're familiar with it. No? False fall? False fall is when you think it's getting cooler, but it oh, really okay. ain't. Yeah, and it's yeah, really yeah. about to get hot again. Ah, yikes. Yeah, so this is false fall where it's gotten a little cooler, but certain days of the week it got a little hot. Um, go ahead and get y'all booze ready. Again, you can look on... The Glass Mike page or my personal page. Look at those highlights to see singles or whatever y'all trying to do. Fuck buddies, um, wedding plus ones, whatever y'all trying to do to name my business. If you are interested in being a matchmaker, no, <laughs> the edible. If you are interested in being a matchmaker contestant, send your information to info at theglassmike.com. Also, if you want to sponsor an episode, which you won't regret, duh, go on info at theglassmike.com or you can DM us and we can send you the information. You can sponsor and advertise or you can do one or the other. But of course, your business is bomb, I'm sure. So do both. <laughs> YOLO. Also, we do have Patreon. So if you want to see the guests and things that didn't make the show, go on patreon.com slash the glass mic and you can see the different things from the one dollar tier all the way up to the I'm all in tier, which is my personal favorite because you ain't gonna miss shit. And we do have cash app. You can do cash symbol, the glass mic podcast. Of course, I love the text messages. I love the DMs. I love the comments of you all congratulating and giving me your kudos and approval. But please, on any major podcast platform that allows you to review, please leave those reviews. That's how I found out that I had listeners that weren't in the United States. I'm like, y'all listen to this little black country girl from Australia and the United Kingdom? Hey, Please keep leaving those reviews. Lastly, y'all know I'm trying to be like does girls. I'm just trying to get a percentage. I'm trying to get a little 10K. Because, <laughs> you know, in the story, once you hit 10K, you can put your links with your sponsors. Oh, okay. I can't do that on my story yet. Oh, okay. So follow me at the Chantal Lewis and follow the Glass Mike page. It's spelled the way it sounds on Instagram. And also that is the Glass Mike on Facebook and Twitter. 
So again, I want to thank you guys for tuning into the Glass Mic, where there is no script, just transparent talk. I want to thank all of our sponsors for supporting the vision, and I also want to thank those girls. Thank you for having me. I got a new cousin. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I appreciate it. I feel whole and warm. So I want to thank you, and again, our listeners for supporting the brand. I do this for my family, I do this for my friends, but most importantly, I do this for the people. I'm Chantal, and as always, I love y'all. Hey y'all, so I've created a personal subscription called Patreon for my followers, also known as the people, so that y'all can see and hear content that didn't make the show. So to get onto that, go on patreon.com slash the glass mic and pick the two that's best for you. Of course, they're all budget friendly, but my personal favorite is the I'm all in tier because that one has the juiciest information, no edits, no cuts, some name drops, all of that good stuff. So again, go on patreon.com slash the glass mic and tune in. Thank y'all. I love my life.